Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me, who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode, Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. So today I am awfully grateful to be able to have this person on, someone I, I, I get to call a friend, uh, which means a lot, but she's a lifestyle blogger and uh, influencer, a successful entrepreneur in Sydney. That's probably like the only thing that I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. She's in Sydney. We'll take it though. We'll take it. Um, she's a, a mother and a, and, a, and a wife, a role model to many women globally. Uh, and most of all, like I said at the start, one of the most down-to-earth, humble, and grateful people I know. Uh, and you know what? Like I said, someone I'm really grateful that I get to call a friend. Uh, we have the incredible Jenny Din on the podcast. Welcome, Jenny. Oh, my gosh. I've never had an intro like that ever. <laughs> uh, it's all truth. It's all truth. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Oh, no. Thank you for having me. Thank you for even like thinking that I'm worthy to, to be on the show. <laughs> oh, some of the work you're doing online, Jenny, um, and you know whether you want to accept it or not, it's absolutely you know it's doing incredible things for people uh on the smallest things and on the larger scales as well so well done well done to that uh but we're going to get stuck straight into rapid fire so rapid fire very quickly is fast questions fast answers uh there's about 21 22 of them uh are you ready i'm ready let's do it favorite song right now favorite song um whap by cardi b (laughs) Love it. Love because it. when I first heard it, I didn't know what it was about. And then when I, when I realized what it was, I was like, oh, I like it more, even more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely a song you don't play in front of the kids. That's for sure. No. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, favorite song, Jenny, to get you pumped up? Whack. <laughs> Come on, Jenny. You've got to give me different answers. You can't give me the same. <laughs> no you're gonna have to, <laughs> You're going to have to give me a different answer now. Your favorite um, movie. Favorite movie, um, The Bodyguard. Oh yeah, nice one. Because it was the very first movie that made me cry. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Favorite book. Um, oh, favorite book. Uh, I don't know about favorite book, but I read um, Rose McGowan's Brave about her journey through Hollywood and and all of that. That that Me Too campaign as well. Mm, that, mm, that, that mm. Was, Really we'll pay that we'll pay that it's definitely a, a reading material good your favorite color and something recently be great i don't know if you've heard of that book. <laughs> who would write that book yeah, I mean, that whoever wrote that book must be a great guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh you're the best jenny um your favorite color uh yellow yellow okay your go-to meal uh i always said if i could only pick one meal for the rest of my life it'd be a salad what sort of salad though uh, that's very broad jenny come on i'm going to push you a little bit here What's that? Salad. Caesar, yes. With or without chicken, doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Uh, favorite TV show? Um, uh, favorite TV show was The Practice. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Many years ago. Yeah, The Practice. Your first job? Um, first job, retail assistant. That, well, hang on. First job, not including the one with your parents, right? Oh, totally. Your yeah. first legal job. We're keeping this above board over here. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Retail assistant. Uh, Your biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up? Uh, Biggest celebrity. uh, I'm not into sports, so I don't have a sports idol. Okay. Um, But celebrity crush was Leonardo DiCaprio. Good old Leo, huh? (laughs) Good old Leo. One thing that you dislike uh, or hate, and you can't say coriander. I I like coriander, so it's all right. Good. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't uh, have to be a food though it can be anything um i don't like ill-mannered people ill-mannered like please that was easy that was easy things i think are very important totally the small things that count i love it uh funniest or craziest thing you've done um, <laughs> <laughs> um crazy funny or craziest thing um took my car on track like a well like raced, raced my car on a track yes well how'd you go 
Uh, I was the slowest. <laughs> you were the you were the most cautious. Yes, probably. But yeah. I learned a hell of a lot about my car. Oh, okay. What sort of car was it? It was a um, Honda Integra Type R. Oh, look at you go. Yes. Look at you go. I love that. 8,000, 9,000 RPMs, you know. Now you're talking the language. There's another whole podcast episode right there. Let's just talk about cars. <laughs> I love it. Book or audio book? Book. Okay. Summer or winter? Summer. Summer, summer, summer. Uh, what is something, Jenny, that you haven't done yet that you really, really, really want to do? Uh, learn how to dance. Ooh, okay. Yeah. A particular style of dance? Anything. anything. I got no <laughs> I just want to move. <laughs> I got no rhythm. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I had people that could dance, you know, just, mm. yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, Beautifully. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Sum up your mindset in one word. Um, uh, stubborn. I think I'm stubborn enough to just keep at something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like it. Proudest moment personally and then proudest moment professionally. <sighs> um, proudest moment personally i know this sounds like a cliche but probably like being a mom um to be honest because I, ne- I never wanted children so i think having that Amazing. and then maybe losing the weight afterwards too that was probably <laughs> yeah, totally. 30 of it um personally and then professionally oh um probably when i was given like a promotion in my job to travel the world no, take that back. Not the world, Asia. Asia okay. <laughs> that was my Still job. Big. Travel, you know, Hong Kong, China, Korea. That was a, a, a big career highlight. When yeah, I was awesome. Two or something. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well done. Incredible. Tell us something, Jenny, that no one knows about you. Um, okay, I don't think it's a massive secret, but I have a scar on my stomach from an operation. It's like that big, but we don't know what it's for. Yeah, so my mum and dad, when, when we arrived into this country, we yeah. very limited English, um, and I don't know why, the doctor said to my mum and dad that, that there might be something wrong with Jenny, we need to do a biopsy. Um, so my parents, my, my mum was against it, and my dad said, but, you know, we're in a Western country, all the medicine is, like, up to date, what if yeah, there is yeah. something wrong with her and we don't do it? So then they ended mm. up agreeing to it, um, but at the end of it, we had no results, we didn't know what it was for, and when I looked into it, even five, ten years ago, they don't have any, well, they have some record of me being there, but there's no conclusion to the biopsy. Yeah, so I've got this scar on my stomach, but I don't know what for. That is very, very interesting. Yeah. That needs some further investigation, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what's, uh, now, what's your greatest failure? Now, you can change failure. You can substitute that word for anything that, you know, better connects with you, but your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson? Um, I think we can do this even combined. Like my husband and I have invested in some businesses that did not go well and we lost a lot of money. Um, and yeah, we learned a lot of lessons in like, you know, cause I think cause we are very much to our word but not everyone is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've lost a lot of money in that sense. But yes, we call it university. You know, totally. it, it cost me this much to learn this lesson. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, probably our biggest failure was just trusting people too much and not having like firm contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. If you could choose Jenny to have lunch with any one person in the world, who would it be? dead or alive, past the present, you got a two-hour time limit, and where would you have lunch? Okay. I'm going to answer twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if we can allow for that, Jenny. <laughs> I love it. One would be my Korean heartthrob, Park Seojun. And if you've watched It's a One Class, you'll know who I'm talking about. If you haven't, then that's fine. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen it, sorry. Uh, where we can have we can have lunch on the, on the gutter, in the gutter, on the side. <laughs> I don't care where we have lunch. <laughs> I love it. Um, the other one, um, you know, I, I've always wanted to meet my grandmothers. So I've never known my grandmother on my mom's side or my dad's side. Um, and they both passed during the Pol Pot War. But I think when you look at people and you see 
who they are, they always say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Um, and, you know, like I look at my parents and they're just like highly resilient people. They've rebuilt time and time again. Um, yeah, so I would love to have met my grandma, my grandmothers on both sides. Both of them, yeah. Awesome. I like that. Nice answers. What was 10-year-old Jenny like? Uh, 10-year-old Jenny was this tomboy, massive tomboy. <laughs> Scars all over her feet and legs. <laughs> falling over all the time, um, got all my brother's hand-me-downs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Highly obedient, according to my mum and dad. <laughs> Much so when I was a teenager. Totally. Yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. Uh, second last question. Uh, what's one trait, skill, value, belief, quality that you really resonate with and the one that's most important that you would say is consistent across your closest, maybe say five friends or acquaintances? One trait, you said. Yeah, one skill, one trait, belief, value, something. Um, I would probably say humility or, or humble people. I like it. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because, you know, for me, you're probably one of the most humble people i know uh so it makes sense that you know you hang around with other others just like that uh lucky last question here we go your favorite superhero oh this is going to be really cliche but when i watched wonder woman i was like i want to be her (laughs) because she was like so amazing she like it was was an awesome film and she played the role so well she did Um, yeah and and i did physical strength but her her mind and everything totally totally i think you know what's most impressive as well is like the the backstory to it and what she's doing in the industry as well you know okay cool it was an awesome movie and what she did on tv and on the screen was awesome but like the whole story around what she's done is incredible so uh, that makes sense well jenny that's rapid fire well done we made it through we made it through good job uh i got i got another question for you you know for you throughout this COVID period, what's probably been one thing that you've learned about yourself most during COVID? Um, without, without bragging, I suppose, I think um, that we've, that I've been quite adaptable. Yeah. You know, sometimes when someone throws something and you think, oh, I can't do that. And then you're kind of stuck in there. You just think, oh no, that's not possible. But it, Actually, it is possible if you just try it. Mm, mm, mm. So I think just being, um, I've learned that I can be very adaptable. Awesome. I like that. that. And that's an important skill to have, whether it's, you know, in business or as a parent or as a partner in life. Yeah. Yeah. We just hosted a um, a photo shoot for another client of ours and the photo shoot went like three hours behind schedule. Oh, wow. Then the marketing manager that I dealt with was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's cool. It's not life or death. It happens, yeah. It happens. Like if we can't adapt to these situations, yeah. we can't have the photo shoot. Like correct. We've got to roll the punches. Hundred percent. No 100%. one died, so <laughs> worst case, no one died. So we're all good. We can just push it back a little bit. Happy yeah. days. Happy days. Um, Jenny, where do where do we start with all this? Like, you know, I'm sure there's we could talk for hours and hours and hours, and there'll be such incredible content for people to take away from especially from you know your own journey itself. But you know, where do we start? Like, Take us back to as, as far as you feel comfortable and as far as you even remember uh, sharing uh, and then sort of take us on the journey to, to getting to where you are now and being able to do what you do and inspire so many people. Uh, and again, I, I think you're just being you, which is probably the best part about it yeah. is you're just naturally being you, doing incredible things and it, and it helps people also take their life to that next level as well, which is, which is awesome. So yeah, tell us, tell us where it all began. I, I appreciate that um, because it's, it's, you're right. Cause sometimes you do these things every day and they don't look like a big deal. Cause you just, you're rolling with the punches, you're doing Correct. what you got to do, but then from the outside, people see something a bit different. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. Um, geez. Um, my, my kind of journey started with my parents have always owned sewing factories and stuff. So, you know, I've always been in and out of fashion. Um, but being from a Chinese background and I guess most migrant families actually it's you know you, you you're brought up with only a few jobs proposed to you like you know we can't wait till you're a doctor or a lawyer and they <laughs> kind of think oh they're kind of the only jobs that are that there are in this world mm. like, you don't get those jobs and you failed um, but yeah I ended up I made it to uni um, doing a psychology degree started a psychology degree <laughs> 
Um, but I dropped out within the first semester because I was like, this is not me at all. Whilst I enjoyed the content, like I could not, I'm not studious in that way at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my parents were quite open. They were like, okay, well, what do you want to do? <clears throat> so um, I proposed something in fashion because I was like, I understand this quite well. And I, I feel like I have a bit of a flair. So we, they enrolled me into fashion school, um, which I enjoyed thoroughly, did really well in. And then I got a job um, at a fashion business, I guess you could call that. We imported clothing pretty much for Australian retailers. Yeah. And then my job was pretty much from start to finish, from when the designer placed the order to when it went into store. So that whole process was me, everything from fabrics right through to delivery, international shipping, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, so as we touched on previously, you know, some of the highlights were, you know, getting to travel the world and um, seeing places that you never thought you would go to. Mm, mm, mm. That was great. And then I was at that job for about 12 years. Um, it was my first career job that wasn't, you know, like a, a side job. Um, so I think one of the, the things that I learned from that was I should have changed jobs although it was the best job ever, I think learning different environments is important mm, too. Mm. But I, I, bit, I got so comfortable in that one job that when I got made redundant, it was like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't know how to adapt, so to speak. And when I did go to these other two, three jobs afterwards, because the conditions weren't as good, the pay wasn't as good, you know, I, I was just like, I just threw my hands up and I was like, yeah. I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it taught me that, you know, I was actually very lucky and that's actually not the real world. Mm, you know, the, the fact that I was getting paid on time was actually a luxury because every job after that, I was lucky to get paid on time. Yeah, yeah. So why is it that I have to like chase for my pay? But yeah. yeah well, I've got to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else to ask, right? She just yeah. come in. <clears throat> yeah, so then I dabbled in just a few other odd jobs um, and then all the while still working at the restaurant. So my husband owns a restaurant, which, you know, yeah. I would do my my Monday to Friday job during the day. And then after my Monday to Friday job, I would go to the restaurant at night. And, you know, by the time we get home, it'd be like midnight. Um, and I did that for a very long time. I guess I could because I didn't have kids. We were mm-hmm. very highly driven. Um, we had no other commitments. So we were happy to push ourselves but there was this moment, I remember there was this moment where I was walking through the city and a group of uni kids also walked past and they were like, oh, that's Jenny. That's Jenny from Fat Panda. And it really stuck with me because I thought that's what people remember. Of all the things that I've done, that's, what, that's the thing that they remember. And, and then there was that moment in me that I was like, okay, it's got to be more than this mm. because we can't have the restaurant forever. Mm. And what have I got after that? So it always stuck with me. This thing always stuck with me for a very long time. And then, you know, then we, um, we fell pregnant and I had my son. And I think you can kind of understand, you know, when you become a mum, you lose a lot of your identity. So if you can imagine what I was feeling before, like I, yeah. like I really felt that now. Um, and then I, you know, put on all this weight. I put on like 30 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> I went from like a size six to a size 16 because I got cocky, yeah. but like, how could yeah. it be? Like, cause I was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then slowly people were like, Oh, how did you do this? And like, teach me. And Oh my God, how did you do that? And then, so I thought, Oh, and then the, I could see Instagram was starting to get really popular. Um, you know, I missed the whole Facebook thing when that happened. Um, but I could see this Instagram thing was getting really popular and I kind of wanted a piece of that, you know, and I was like, okay, well, you know what, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And the, the funny thing was for many years, you know, people were like, oh, who does she think she is? Mm. Um, you know, you post up stuff and none of your friends comment or anything like that and people start judging. Um, but then, you know, then all of a sudden you get to a certain the follow count and it's like I've known Jenny for years. It's like, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but you knew yeah, yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, So, yeah. So then I, like, I could see that it was starting to build momentum. 
um, you know, all these sponsorship offers were coming in, collaboration offers were coming in, and I was doing it all for free. Yeah, yeah. I think, okay, I'm only, I'm only like small fish, so, but, you know, I want the exposure and I want to work with them and, and all this. I, I, I kept taking it on. And um, actually it was, it was one of the, one of the nights that Aaron had a, a night in Sydney. I can't remember yeah. what it was, but yeah. I went to it. And he opened with Know Your Worth. Mm. And I sat there and I was like, and then the next time someone proposed something to me i was like mm, this is my rate and then they were like yeah sure oh oh and i was like oh oh <laughs> it worked it actually worked yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. so then um but you know like we 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 get taught a lot about personal branding and all that sort of stuff and i really like ran with that you know made it a thing mm, um, mm. yeah and then i guess from that point until pre-covid um, it was quite good to the point where I had created like a full-time income for myself. Wow. Um, doing just that, you know. So Incredible. I, I guess done. that kind of brings us to where we are today. I think I've, mi- I've missed a few things, but. That's okay. Yeah. You've covered all the, you've, you've covered some of this and it's just amazing at how it sort of like in a way, like organically grew, like you were just being you, like I said earlier, um, you sort of just got into it. And then you sort of realize, well, this is good. Did you did you realize that you were good at it? Like, or was it just like you were having fun? Or were you getting people saying, like, wow, Jenny, you're amazing at this? Um, a bit of both. A bit of both. The, uh, part of it is fun. You of know? And, and of course, you can't do something well if you don't enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah, um, definitely. There was, there was definitely a good chunk of it where I tried to treat it as a business. Yep. And really look at it like a business. And from know, day one, you you had that mindset. No, no. Okay. I, I didn't start it with that intention. Yeah, definitely. Certainly, um, because when I started it, I I always questioned myself. Like, I don't know if if, if imposter syndrome was right, but mm. I always thought, like, am I being egotistical? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this where this is coming from? But mm. but once it was packaged to me as like a personal brand thing. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Totally. And, and when I think about like the jobs that I have now, they're all based on my personal brand. Totally. Because if I, if, mm. if some random just went and knocked on someone's door and said, Hey, we would like to work with you. No, they wouldn't work with Correct. you. Correct. No chance. Yeah. No. yeah. But because you've built a reputation for yourself, mm. given you five minutes of their day to pitch yourself. Um, I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that's why in a way it's been so successful because you didn't really do it to be successful in a way, you know what I mean? Like obviously now it's a different mindset to it, but at the start it was just like, let's give it a crack. This whole Instagram thing's working. I'll go on there. I'll go through the months and years and, and of hate and people telling me that I shouldn't be doing it. And then internally as well, your own challenges to then still turn up every day and share and post what sort of doors and opportunities has doing what you've done over the years like open for you um well the biggest door at the moment i think is the one where i can work from home at the luxury of my own time amazing you know i used to get up at four o'clock every morning to go to the gym come home get ready get my son ready and then like out the door by seven to get and i would drive like an hour and 45 minutes to work because that's how far it was Yeah, yeah yeah finish work at five and then drive all the way. But like, you know, like I'm not afraid of hard work, but there's got to be a point yeah. where that's, you realise that that's not a life, you know, and, and when you try and people talk about work-life balance and, you know, I, I never truly believed it. Yeah. I still don't think there is the, the work-life balance. Agree. Um, but I think there are certain elements in your day that you can create. You True. can create them, you know, instead of just saying, I don't have time, I don't have time, but you do yeah. have time. You know, and instead of going to the gym at 4 a.m. now, I can go at 9. Correct. You know, so I'm still doing the things that I enjoy, but I'm not killing myself. Are you looking for that next book? Maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for? Be Great, a book I wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness. It's easy to consume and to take action on. Get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. Enjoy. You've created it that way though, like because you've put in the hard work to sweat the blood and tears to have the ability to say, I'll go to the gym at 9 a.m., not 4 a.m. 
Yeah. You, know, you weren't someone that was getting up at 4 a.m. saying, I wish I could go at nine. I wish I could go at nine. I wish I could go at nine. And then get to 70 years on and be like, I wish I could still go to the gym at nine. You're yeah. like, no, I'm going to do something about this and I want to make sure I can go to the gym at nine. So you did the hard work to get there. Um, has it opened up doors in regards to like named brands and, and things that you probably ever never thought that you'd be able to do and opportunities to meet particular people? Oh, you know? my, my biggest flex is probably the Fiji water one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like it. Um, well deserved. Yeah, that's probably my biggest flex. And, you know, uh, with all the things that I've learned over the years, um, and, and to be honest, I actually pitched them. They, they didn't come knocking on my door, you know, which is like when you try and teach, you know, lessons to people, it's things don't come to you. You have no, to go chase 100%, them. Yeah. You know, and yeah, then I just yeah. thought, well, what's the worst they can say? The worst they can say is no. no. But the door that that's opened for me is, although, although Fiji Water wasn't a paid deal, Fiji Water gets me all the other paid deals. Because whilst no, no one knows, well, now they know, but... <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that it's not paid, but they think, oh, well, if she's working with Fiji, then Correct. it just leverages it. But again, that's the branding of it. That's the brand perception. That's the business model. And that's the, the business mind behind it, um, which is smart business. Like it's not, it's, you know, in a way like, and this is not a, it's not a, against you, but it's, it's not like it's new. Yes. It's a strategy. It works. It's yes. smart. It's the way you should do it. Yes, yes. Um, so hats off to you. Like, awesome. Um, that, before before I got the Fiji water deal, and I and I don't know if it was the actual catalyst, but I was pitching PR companies too, like how do how can I get on your list? Mm, what mm. can I do? And then you know they just got unanswered. But now it's like yeah, we got we got stuff we want to send to you. Yeah, awesome. Us, you know, so awesome, awesome. Yeah, well helped. done. What do you? What's your opinion on? And again, we can go as you know, as deep or as shallow as you want here. But what's your opinion and on the the mindset and the around social media you know if someone who's now and the reason i ask this to you jenny is because someone who is again whether you want to believe it or not you are definitely a leader online we're all leaders online and you do it in a completely different way which i absolutely love what, what do you think the mindset is right now around social media for people across the board feel like um what i've been hearing is quite negative mm. and um and i think it's because it's still so new, like especially around TikTok and like oh, all this rubbish on TikTok. But yeah. if you could actually look into the metrics of things like TikTok and Instagram reels and stuff, like they're, they're putting so many eyeballs on that format that you would be silly not to get onto that format. Agreed. You know, and it's like saying, well, newspaper ads are working, but no, let's go put an ad in the radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and, and I think like with everything, the printed media reports on fake stuff, social media, yes, is not good for your self-esteem, is not good for your confidence. Um, but I think, I hope that we're all smart enough now to say, well, this isn't good for me. I'm going to unfollow. Every time I read this, it makes me sad. I'm going to unfollow. Mm. Um, you know, or even to the point where people start hating on people and judging them in the actual comments, you know, people, people be like, oh, you shouldn't be wearing that dress. Or that's too, you look too yeah. bad, things like that. Like, I, I like to think that we've moved on from that. And I think we have in a certain way, but there's still a little bit, bit of it there. Mm. But um, I think social media is amazing. I agree. Amazing. Yeah. 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 And again, um, like you, people have seen, like you've seen that documentary, I don't know if you've seen it, The Social Dilemma, uh, you know, on Netflix and that has stirred a few, you know, ruffled a few feathers in the industry as well. But at the same time, like look at the door for the right reasons. Like we get to do this, yes. you know, and you get to work with incredible brands and pass on great work using it for the right reasons. Yes. Um, like anything, there's always going to be the good and the bad with it. You, you can't stop that. Like in anything and everything that happens, you know, uh, and I like what you said there. I, I hope that people are starting to realize that, this is not good for me, or this makes me feel sad, or this makes me feel a certain way that I don't want to feel unfollow yeah. or disconnect or block or restrict or whatever it is. So that, that way they're like, they're not consuming themselves. And one thing that I do, Jenny, and um, I don't know how I came across this, I did it five, six, many years ago. I was on Facebook and it has that feature like uh, see first. Yep. So my feed on Facebook, it's weird. Like I'll have to scroll for like, 
probably 30 seconds to a minute to actually see like family or friends because it's, I've got like Forbes and motivational pages and business stuff and articles. So the first things I see on Facebook are like what's happening in the world, like positive news from credible brands and motivational quotes and motivational videos and, and stuff like that. So I don't see the shit for a good minute. And by then I'm already, I've already been here for too long. Got to go. Yeah. 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 You know, um, so I think that was really one really cool thing. Like, what about you? Like, how do you manage it as a consumer? Like, how do you manage your time? How do you use social media as a consumer? Um, I don't know if, if you could say that I manage it well because I consume it all the time. And I don't know if you ever saw one time I put up a screenshot of how many hours I'm on my phone a day, and it's like eleven hours forty six minutes was like my record once. I was. Like that, I consume it every day, you know. But is that for business? And like, are, are you connecting and doing, playing the role that you need to? Or are you just scrolling and no business talk, no nothing? I would probably say like three quarters of it is business. Yeah. And a quarter of it is just, yeah, like catching up. Like I really, I really am on Facebook now. Same. Because there's nothing Same. on it for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. don't, really, I don't care what my cousin in America is doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But I think we've built what well, I've built an emotional like intelligence now to be able to say, yep, this is good for me. This is not good for me mm. as a consumer. Sometimes I even stop myself and go, okay, why did I stop on this post? Yeah. And dissect that post so that I can replicate that. What elements of this post mm. made nice me one. stop? What nice elements one. of this post made me comment? What yep. made me hit save? You know, because they're the metrics now that Instagram is pushing. Correct. You know, a, a like means nothing anymore. <clears throat> a comment is, yeah, but if you hit if you hit save, they're now prioritizing that content and they're oh, showing it to more people. So then you think, okay, what content can I create that will make people hit save? So when you think, okay, I've put up a pretty picture, but no one's going to save a pretty picture of me. Mm. You know, and even just that, like over the last few weeks, I've just learned that. I thought, okay, they're great pictures and people have commented, but they haven't hit save. No one's hit save. Of course they're not. <laughs> but if I, I could, save. Yeah, yeah, how can we get them to hit save? But if we can dissect as a consumer, that's what I try Correct. and do. Yeah. <clears throat> Think, hey, what made me hit that button? Yes, I like that dress, but what was it about that dress? It was the way that it was shot. Because when you look at that dress just on a white background, it's boring. Correct. Yeah. So if we can pick out the elements that we can see that have worked and mm-hmm. use that for ourselves, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at as a consumer. Yeah. Good, yeah. good. I think I'm very from that social media background too. Yeah. Totally. And because you've got the business hat on at the same, like your business hat never comes off. It's always on. It just, you know, it, we're always thinking about our businesses and our brands. So you always like, what about for someone who doesn't have a business and who probably wouldn't want to, who probably doesn't think like that because they don't have to know why they stopped. They just stopped. Yeah. Um, and okay. I don't know if I'm totally answering that question, but what I like to do for people is I like to make it obvious and say to them, this is how you can support me and give them, you know, Correct. If, if you like yeah. my content, share it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you yeah. like my content and I, I've even seen a few bloggers do it as well. They put up like an IGTV and they're like, Hey guys, you know, I've got <laughs> nice phone cover, <laughs> <laughs> got, you know, I've got a hundred K following on YouTube and I've only got 30,000 followers on Instagram, but I'm spending a lot of time here, but I've noticed that you guys haven't been commenting or liking much on my stuff, which is fine if you don't, but you know, I'm at a point now where, you know, if the engagement is dropping off here, I'm going to spend more time on YouTube. So if you guys yeah. can keep me here, then this is what I need from you. Mm, and I, I like I it. Thought, okay. I thought that was quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was great. She was being it's very forward, but it's it's yeah, yeah. But sometimes people don't know how they can help you, or you just correct just one person. What's one save going to do for her? Interesting. So I, I like that. I like that. Can do. And that's how you can help them anyway. Correct. Yeah, definitely. I like that. Good points. Even I'm learning. I, 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 I never knew the saving part was a such a thing. I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know like it meant it's so much. That's changed. It's literally just changed because like, so you know that they've introduced the in, Insta Reels. Yeah, right? yeah. So they're pushing Reels out to the world. Right? If you up- upload it, they're showing it to whoever whoever they want. 
now they're using posts, the, the metrics that they're favoring the most is the save one. Uh, you can get the most save. Makes sense. Push that out more, yeah. Well, if people are saving a post, then it must be like really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice one. Nice one. I like that. I like that. That's only you, recent. So don't feel like you didn't know that. Like that's literally only quite recent. Yeah, definitely. Well, again, you know, the listeners are going to get the, the hot news off the press. <laughs> um, start saving and, you know, getting your stuff saved. Um, when, you, when you got onto Instagram and, and even now, maybe even, did you ever think it would get this big for you? No, no, definitely not. Um, you always hoped that it of course. would. And I remember when I was starting, because, you know, you can't do that swipe up feature unless you have 10,000 followers. 10,000, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember going, oh, I wish I had 10,000 followers. <laughs> At the 10,000, it was almost like, okay, That's I'm it. Yeah, yeah. But like, oh, this is it. I can do one extra thing. I can make people swipe up. <laughs> um, oh, I love it. But yeah, I think that's but I think that's quite normal for anyone that is uh you know that likes to achieve things. Totally. You know, you like I've always done that a little bit more. And then you that that bar just goes higher and higher. Which five hundred, one thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand, get yeah, keep growing from there. And then you get to ten thousand. How do I get to twenty? How do I get to fifty? But then the thing that you also learn is that 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 is just a vanity metrics too. Totally. You know, and totally and like I, I've dealt with people that have twice the amount of followings that, that I do and they don't charge a dollar. And I was yeah. like, mm. yeah, yeah, can yeah. You not? And they're like, oh, like they, but they just don't have that business mindset Correct. mindset to, to work out a strategy to get that working for them. But, you know, in their full-time job, yeah, they do that well, but actually you can in have their social things. True. Well, true. Yeah. I've got a friend of mine who has about, you know, five fifty thousand followers on, on Instagram and, and only really this year, but maybe late last year, early this year, pre COVID uh, was when she started to actually monetize it. Yeah. yeah. And it was the same thing. It was just like one, I don't know, either didn't have the right people around her to educate her or she just didn't know how to use 500,000 followers um, on Instagram, which is a lot of people, yeah. you know? Um, so now I like that for you. Like you are very open online and you, on Instagram and you are very you and sometimes people might see it as controversial people might see it as um egotistic people might see it as who does Jenny think she is despite all that how did you build the confidence to even put yourself out there like that oh um I think after I had my son I I built this genuine thing of like just not giving a fuck. Like I, I genuinely stopped caring what people thought. And I know it's really easy to say, and people are like, I don't care what people think, but you do. That's why you don't do this. And that's why Correct. you do that. And that's why you don't, that's why you don't say that this is your business. You know, people, people launch businesses all the time, but you don't know who the face of that business Correct. is. You know, of mm. course they do. Of course you give a fuck. Um, Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> Too late, Jenny. Too late. <laughs> I'm joking. Of course you can. Of course you can. <laughs> yeah, but, but I think, yeah, just really digging deep inside just to say, like, you know what? I really don't care what people think. Mm. Um, because did that take you time to build that up? Or was it just like a click of a finger from everything to nothing? Or like, did it take time to not care, then care, not care, then care, and it just got bigger and bigger, the gap? No, I think it took time. Yeah. It definitely took time. And it was probably a little bit of, okay, I'm going to post this picture. And oh, it did quite well. Okay. I'm going to post this picture. I did quite well. And then I'm going to post this. And mm. you're like, oh, it did quite well, but that's okay. That's okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. I'm going to do this. And I think as we grow older, we realize that the only person we want to please is ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. When you start living in this fakeness, it's, it's not. It's not fulfilling in any way. It's not real. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think, yeah, over time, definitely. But I think yeah. once you have children too, you, st- you start to realise that you are the mirror. And whatever you project and whatever you do is what your children see. Mm. So you have to be very careful in what you put out. You know, so, and, and my son asks me many times, like, what, what happened to that business? 
And I said, well, business didn't work out. And he's like, why? And I told him why. And I said, mm. but this is what we need to learn from. And he's like, oh, okay. So we don't have that awesome. business anymore. So no, we don't have that business anymore. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. For someone getting started in the social media world and whether they want to get into influencing or just business itself and want to build a brand online, did you, you know, obviously there's a few tips and I'm sure we'll be able to get to that. But for you, like, what's been the biggest learning around this whole world that you've been able to create through social media? Like what's been the one thing? And, and I like what you said there. It's just a, a vanity metric, the following, and then the likes and, and then, the, you know, eventually not really giving a fuck and just getting out there and, and making it happen. What's been your biggest learning? Um, my biggest thing from the start has always been to, to be authentic, to, to be very real, um, you know, without naming names. Like I follow some other bloggers and I know that person, you know, and, you know, one week she's holding a yoga mat and the next week she's got something else. And I was like, I know you don't do yoga. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, fine, each to their own. But totally. how am I going to believe the next time when you say, like, this coat, this, I don't know, this cream? Did you want it? yeah, yeah. Lord, is it? I don't know. Because you just said that that yoga mat was amazing, but you don't even do yoga. Mm. I was very conscious of that. And um, like you imagine like alcohol companies, they have big budgets, you know, and a few times I've been um, approached to promote the latest wine and I said, I can't. I would love to, but I just can't. I really can't because I don't drink mm. ever. 38 years of my life, I don't drink. So yeah. it would not align with me to, to take on an alcohol um, sponsorship. Um, I've been invited to, you know, um, activations, alcohol activations, and here, take this goodie bag. And, you know, and I've been very clear with them from upfront, just say, look, I actually don't drink, you know, and whilst my audience might, I don't think it's right for me to promote. Correct. Yeah. I don't believe in. Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, when I do say, hey, go and get your facial here, I want you to go and get your facial. Correct. And I want you to believe it. Yeah. 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 And, you, and one thing that's even just comes to mind then is even like you said, like just because you, even though you, your followers might drink or, or, you know, whatever, use a particular cream or whatever it is. And, but you don't drink. Yeah. I think what's really important for people to remember is, and again, you tell me because you're at that level now and on some scale is whether you've got 20,000, 50,000, a hundred thousand, 500,000, a million or 10 followers it's still the same concept. Yeah. It's still the same idea of if you've got 10 followers, if I post that I've gone to this cafe, you're, you're probably going to make every possible effort to say, well, I'm going to go check out that cafe because Jamie's been there. Yeah. And he said it was good. Whether you've got 10 followers or 10,000 followers or 10 million followers. So it's the same concept. So if you're not going to do it with 10 followers, why do it with 20,000, 30,000, 50,000? Yeah. And then you become a sellout. Yeah. That's what, like, and, and that's the thing, like, I, mm. like, I look at this person and I was like, okay, but if I was to ever start a business, I don't know if you would be the right person that I would advertise with, because I know that your core values don't align with mine, Yeah. you know, and I think if you want longevity in any relationship, your core values have to align, Correct. you know, whether it be personal or, or professional. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. And I, and I love the fact, like, and you're talking about the whole social media thing, and I, I love the fact that that's become a topic. Yeah. And a conversation is about treating it like a business if that's where you want to go. And if you are just someone that's listening and you just consume social media, like you, you, you don't use it for business, you don't use it for any other reasons other than just consuming it um, and catching up with friends and family, whatever that might be. Um, but I'm glad that business owners and influencers and people that use it to make a living or make a dollar actually have that mindset now. Uh, and I hope that more and more there's a much larger percentage that use it for the right reasons. Uh, thank uh, you. You know, I'm, um, I help a lot of businesses now manage um, the activations, mm, we reach out to influencers. Um, you know, my role is then to pick the right influencers and bloggers to come to the event because the, um, the age-old feedback is, oh, yeah, we got all the bloggers in, but then they never came back. Like, that was it. And it was like, okay, but when we're looking, when we're working at a local level, we need to be working with local bloggers. Correct. Because there's no point in me trying to get the, a girl that lives in Bondi to come to a beauty salon that's in Sydney's West. Yeah. 
because they're not going to come. And would, even though she might have a hundred K following, I would rather find the girl that lives locally that has a thousand followers. Correct. You know, yeah. and we're talking that, that would get a hundred people to come. That's right. You know, yeah. and yeah. And when I do those activations for these businesses, I make it very clear to them that if you agree to come, you have to post. Yeah. Do what you agree to do. Because if you want more gigs after this, you have to deliver on what Correct. on what you've agreed to. Correct. There's another age-old um, sort of negative feedback that they've always had. is like, oh, they come and they put up one post and they delete it. And then they do this or they don't. Uh, yeah. You know, so they just come for the freebie. You know, which I guess like in every industry, there are bad hairdressers, there are of bad course. mechanics, you know, there, there course, are bad influencers, there are bad bloggers, but mm, um, mm. influencers just cop the <laughs> the rough end of the deal. It's easy. They're it's easy to do it. Yeah. Correct. It's easy to do it. It's online. No one can see you or hear you. You cut them some slack. I even uh, get but, to the point where, sorry, I even get to the point where yeah. I, I advise them to have business cards, you know, to, to leave like a thank you card. So when I go to like cafes and stuff now, like I, I even, I got printed like a card and I, I write a personal thank you. Uh, nice. And I leave a tip. So that, How cool is that? So I don't like, I don't want them to think oh, they've just come for free food. Yeah. Yeah. We show, yeah. we show some appreciation. We yeah, that's, some that's, I like that. And then you hope to leave a lasting impression. Totally. And you got to remember as well, like in, I think now again, it's, I don't, I think it's true that now more than ever, like the world is so small, like everyone knows everyone. You're only like one connection away from someone else. Like if I message you and about this person, like, yeah, I know that person. And then everyone knows everyone, or you're only like one or two points of contact away from someone. That's right. Yep. So it's a very, very small world. So if you don't do good by one agency or one group of people or one business as an influencer, yeah. or even from a business owner's perspective, if you don't look after the influencer yeah. as well as, as they probably deserve to be, then you're probably, you're going to be known in that space to not want to work with you. 100%. And, and exactly like what you just said, you know, even from influencers perspective, we're like, Oh yeah, we went to, we went to a tasting at that restaurant and it was like bad, you know, the way that they treated us, you know, they didn't do this and yeah. you know, yeah. we didn't even get drinks. Like, yeah. you know, you, you've asked us to come. Correct. Okay. We're not getting paid and we're getting free food, but we're still coming on our time. Correct. To promote your business. Yeah. And you're yeah. treating us well. So the next Agreed. time they put out an invite, no one's going to come. Totally. Yeah, totally. So it's a two-way yeah. street. You're definitely 100% right. I remember we did the real food vending launch last year. Uh, yeah, last year. We just had to clarify the years for a second. <laughs> uh, that we did it last year uh, in 2019. I remember like we had the drinks for everyone that was there. And then we had a little private area. like in, in, It was like the green room. We just turned it into the green room. And it was for all the influencers. And I'm like, the same thing. They were there for free. They were posting. They were sharing. They were doing what they need to do. They were going to post afterwards as well. Yeah. I said, look, the least I could do is give them like a it was the exact same drinks, Jenny. Like, there was no difference between the drinks outside or inside. Yeah, yeah. It was just that like, they had their own area to go to. So yeah. they felt comfortable. They could do what they needed to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some of those people I've still messaged. We still keep in touch. And I've referred them to other people because they've been good. Yes. Uh, and they've gone on and do their thing as well, uh, which, which is awesome. How do you work with brands now? Like with what you do online, like how do you fit into the puzzle for people? Um, so I... At the moment now, um, I only work with brands on a long-term basis. Um, my theory around that is, you know, one post just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And it, it would be a waste of your money. It would be a waste of my time. And then you would turn around and say, oh, yeah, we worked with Jenny and it didn't work. So that's like, even though I got paid for it, it, it doesn't reflect yeah. well on me. So Correct. I work on a long-term basis with them. And, you know, I try and teach them that, you know, the message needs to go out more than once before totally. you're prepared to buy, you know? So now when you understand that you don't like, you might see um, a fashion store come up once and go, oh, that's nice. And then tomorrow you see it again. And the next week you see it again, the week after you see it again, you know, by the end of the month, then you're ready to buy. Correct. But you've, they've already built that brand trust by that time. And they're like, Oh, okay. So, you know, we try and teach them around that. Awesome. Um, a lot of my work is local, yeah. Um, Good. which is nice because I guess my my reputation only kind of goes so far. <laughs> Correct. Um, Correct. Yeah. So so yeah. That, but teaching, being able to teach them that is nice. So then they can really see and appreciate. Yeah, you need mm. needs to be long term for, for it to work because once I can teach them that that's how you buy, and they're like, oh yeah. So instead of if you're just going to pay me to put up one picture, it's not going to work. 
And I think you gain a lot of trust and respect from that because you could easily take that couple of dollars yeah. and be like, yeah, no worries. I'll just hold up this and do it once and take the 500 bucks, take the 200 bucks, take the thousand dollars, whatever it is. Yeah. But you probably gain so much trust by saying, no, look, and, and it's not about me saying I want to be paid more. It's about me saying I want to help you get a result too. Yeah. And I have, I've had people come with, come to me and they're like, okay, we want you to manage our whole, our whole business, <laughs> our social media business. Um, and like, actually, I just had a meeting last week and they said, we're booked out for the next five months. I'm like, okay, so you don't want to bring more customers in because you can't handle them. Correct. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, like, I would love to, but clearly that's not your problem. Correct. And then when we finally dissected everything, you know, we worked out that we needed to build the business owner's personal profile in his branding because eventually he doesn't want to do this forever. Mm. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, build yourself a, make yourself an expert in your field. Correct. Um, you know, you can go do, do you know, speak at conferences, podcasts, people. Do Zoom sessions, there. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Give your advice, share your knowledge. And then you'll be paid even more. Totally. My husband's a chef and the dream was to own a restaurant, but 10 years later, it's lost its shine, you know, but like no one's going to, like he doesn't want to cook anymore. But if, mm. if we built his profile to be a certain person, he could start consulting. Correct. And, you know, do, do that kind of thing. So then when we were able to pinpoint that for him, then he was like, oh, okay, yes, yes. All right. I know who to contact now. Awesome. Is this awesome. the right person to contact? I can't help you. I would love to, but I would take your money for nothing. For nothing. For Correct. Nothing. Yeah. And that's, again, that's the, the the respect that you get there. For you, Jenny, for someone listening that like, okay, cool, I want to get into this whole social media thing and they're getting started or they're, you know, or they've already started, whatever it may be. What would three tips be on but building a, you said it earlier, authentic, but a trustworthy brand like yourself, like a personal brand that's authentic, trustworthy, uh, and that people follow for the right reasons i think if we can push out the right message right so things like you know your health your mental health um you know mindfulness or whatever but whatever that message is it needs to be one message so you can't be today all about health and then tomorrow you're all about cars and then the day after that you're I don't know, you're into like marijuana or something. I have no idea, right? Yeah. But the, the messages are not clear. Correct. You have to be quite niche, I guess. Correct. Even consistent. Yeah. creating your own profile, you have to be quite niche. Because if someone is following <clears throat> a food account, and if that food account all of a sudden started having plants in it, you'd be like, mm, I didn't really come here for this. Yeah. You're not going to yeah. keep that following for a long time even. So yeah. definitely be quite niche in, in who you want to target. Definitely, like we said, be authentic, um, consistent. We all know about um, what else can I say? I think what have now, you done well? Like, what have you done well, Jenny? Um, I feel like when I've gone real deep and told my real true heart wrenching stories that people have really gone. Mm. Yeah, that's me. And I think one of my best performing posts was one about where my husband and I, you know, nearly divorced. And, and in, in the series of pictures that I put up a photo, there was a photo of our divorce. I, I remember that. I think I remember that one. I still have that one. Yeah. I still have those divorce papers, you know, and that like so many people reached out and off the back of that, I had two clients sign on just, just because I shared that story and they resonated with that story and then they wanted to work with me in a totally separate capacity. Correct. Like, yeah. Um, Amazing. But, yeah, I think, you know, I think social media has gone beyond that now. Everyone's like, be real, be real, be real. Yeah, but I think yeah. you can really share things that people don't want to talk about, you know, really, really taboo issues. Correct. And, and, I think that, and the funny thing is, though, like, yes, the stuff that people don't want to talk about, but it's real life. Like, in a way, we all experience some, a lot of these things to an extreme. So it's not like it's, it's not like it's new news or it's not like it's only for you. And we all have it. It's just that no one, like you said, no one, it's, I think it's having the ability to share it openly will build that connection with people. Instagram has so much perfect on there already. 100%. There's so much 100%. on Instagram, you know, like I'm sick of seeing that perfect body that is so unattainable, <laughs> but you know, everyone's still like, why do people still follow it and like it? But yet yeah. 
But yeah, yeah. when actually, no, let me take that back. Um, I remember I posted up a photo and then I had like all my stretch marks and then Bonds reposted that photo because I was wearing a Bonds top. And that, like, I think I got like an extra three or 400 followers just from that. Just like that. that was just like exposing just mm. the real me. Yeah, you. Instead of, instead of pulling my high-waisted pants yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I still had abs, but I still had stretched loose skin. Mm, mm, um, mm. You know, which a lot of us have, but no one wants to show. I love it. I love what you said there about like, you know, the, the unattainable body. And even when I always talk about like the bodybuilding career, I always say that those photos that I show, I look like that for five minutes. Yes. And that's the lighting and it's the coloring and it's the tan, it's it's the pose and it's this and it's that. Like there's so many things, you know, in the favor of that shot. Yes. Yes. You know, uh, that's one moment. Correct. One moment. That's like not even five minutes, it's probably less than five minutes. Yes. You know, just before right. the show, I look nothing like that. And straight after the show, it's because you, when you work with the trainer, like they make sure that you step on stage to look amazing. Like that's the deal. Yep. So in the lead up, like you're doing all the little things to make sure for that one minute, that two minutes that you're on there doing your quarter turns and doing what you need to do, that you look just the perfect you could ever be. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I, I always make that clear is like, don't get too caught up in the, go for it, sorry. And after you. I was going to say, don't get too caught up in the, that picture or or that look because that look is the lighting it's the 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 pump that might have just got on before or it's the you know the, the water depletion depletion for the last t- three four five 24 hours whatever it might be you know so and then as soon as those that photo shoot's done they're probably going straight to Macca's drive-through you know uh, but they don't tell you that part either uh, so I, that's why I love everything that you're about Jenny uh, and I've said it many times and I'll keep saying it like and, and I think that's as well why you get such incredible results and I, I actually want anyone and everyone that listens to this podcast or does watch it to actually go and follow you because I think even me following you I learn on how to better put myself out there and, and how, to, how to better build a brand online yeah because I think you do it so authentically uh, and so naturally, most importantly as well. What would you say, Jenny, is one thing that you've learned over the years that has really just blown you away? Um, Maybe two things I'll say. One is... Trust no one, have everything in writing. <laughs> and two, nothing is ever what is what it seems. Like you know, even, yeah, like we said, even with 100K following, they're probably not killing it. You know, even if with that perfect body, they're probably miserable. Yeah. You know, nothing is whatever it seems. Yeah. yeah just Good. it was, always take a moment to like really dig deeper. Because, yeah. You know. Good. You know what I think, and you got to think about it, right? Like this civilization has been around for who knows how many years. Yeah. And Instagram has only been around for like five, like properly. I know it's been around for longer, but like properly in this whole influencer world, five years. And it's like people are like, what about the last million years? What did we do before that? (laughs) (laughs) How did we survive? How do we make friends? How do we connect? How do we, you know, get through this shit? Like if, if, and if there's anyone listening who feels like they're in a bit of a, stuck between a, a hard place and a rock and it's just like i don't really know what to do i don't know how to go one with mental health or even with social media just remember that you know this planet's been spinning for who knows how long the world has done its thing for who knows how long yeah instagram's been around for five years yeah you know it's uh it puts things in perspective pretty quickly that's for sure yeah i think so i, I think it's great that you've pinpointed that because sometimes people just look at whatever instagram throws at you and they're like, oh, but my life's not perfect like this. Yeah, yeah. But theirs is not perfect either, trust me. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, I like it. What do you say, would you say your top three habits, Jenny, to, you know, every day, maybe three things, habits, routines that you have to, you know, allow you to be the best wife, mother, entrepreneur, influencer, business owner, to, to do what you need to do? Um, I'm going to be totally honest with you and say, like, COVID I, has not been good for me mentally and I really, really struggled. Um, so, you know, those three things that 
you know, that I will speak about. Um, even I myself struggled to, to bring that to the table. Um, but now that things are, you know, things have been kind of back to normal in Sydney more so than they have in Melbourne. Yeah. But, you know, my three, my, my number one thing is I always train every day. And, you know, I remember saying to my husband, sometimes I go and I achieve nothing, but just the fact that I go helps me so much mentally. Um, and whether or not I'm on that stairmaster and just thinking, you know, I, and for me, it's like brushing my teeth. I have to brush my teeth. <laughs> no one ever says, I don't feel like brushing my teeth today. True. You have to, right? So, <laughs> so true. Yeah. So, so that's, um, that's for me, yeah. my number one thing. And every time we, even we go on holidays or whatever we do, I'll always make sure that there's a gym at the hotel somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I struggled during COVID and even like the many months I didn't, I didn't train and that effect that just continued like to spiral for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the other thing was number two would probably say learning to be empathetic, um, really empathetic to, to everyone. Um, I think the greatest education is not your education is learning about other people and other people's perspectives because there's not one way to do anything. There's a hundred ways to do, to do one thing. And if we can understand all those different ways, I think it makes us a more rounded person, a better rounded person. Um, and the third thing I would say is, like I said, I'm quite stubborn. So just like, just work hard, just constantly, just, just hustle and grind. You know, I love the people that want, you know, I want a business, but I'm not missing out on Friday night drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. The birthday dinner to go to. And, you know, I have to drive that AMG or something. And it's like, mm, okay, like the, you, you buy what you want to buy, you know, right. but if you really want this thing to work, we all know that sacrifices have to be made. Totally. Um, in, in many forms. A hundred percent. You know, not just money, not just time, not just relationships. Um, something's got to give. You know, and, and what are you prepared to give up to, mm. to have those things? Agreed. So definitely, Agreed. yeah. I love that. That's being good. empathetic and being stubborn. Being <laughs> Working hard. If anyone's <laughs> really young here, don't be stubborn to your parents. We're not we're not condoning that. <laughs> we're condoning no. chasing your dream. <laughs> yes, yes. Any young kids out there <laughs> listening? Yeah, 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 definitely. I like it. I like it. Um, is this what you sort of envisioned leaving school where you are now? No. Definitely not. Um, I always wanted to be a lawyer when I was a kid. Um, hence, hence the practice, the love for the practice. Yeah, that yeah. Studious enough. Yeah. I always okay. imagined myself as a lawyer. <laughs> as we start to wrap it up and and sort of get towards the end for you, Jenny, and it's not about like what makes you special. That's not the, the that, that I don't want you to think like that. Yeah. I want you to think like why did you make it? And and and, I, and look that part there, why did you make it? Like maybe you've, in your life you haven't made it yet, but in a way, like how have you got to where you have? Why have you been successful in this space? Like what, what is it that you do consistently that has allowed you to get to where you are? Um, I think a big thing that I have changed for myself is um, just learning how to be grateful about things, which I know it sounds really obvious, but um, just learning gratitude has been a big thing. And I feel like I have already made it because, you know, I don't really suffer from mental health issues. My health is great. My relationships with my parents are great. You know, I, I have really fine tuned mm. who I surround myself with in terms of friends. Money's not the best, but I have a roof over my head. You know, I drive a car. I get to go. I have a gym membership. <laughs> you know, I, like I think I've already made it. You know, yeah. the, the, the rest is that. a bonus. The rest is a bonus. I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah. That's so well, that's so well said as well, you know, because what does made it mean? Yeah. You know. Because we, we, we've had money, like, you know, in our first, um, and I share this not to brag, but, but, you know, like in our first three years of owning the restaurant, we turned over a million dollars on a $3 plate of sushi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But we were miserable. Mm. Really miserable we would buy mm. all this stuff like i put i cleaned my my wardrobe out the other day and i've got three designer handbags that i didn't even know i had <laughs> yeah, um, yeah 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 you know but we, we weren't happy 
we yeah. in, in any way at all. We had money, but that was that was it, you know. So so I've kind of been at all those spectrums. Correct. You've experienced um, it from both sides. Yeah, yeah. and I, I can honestly say that, you know, that I can I don't struggle to sleep. Mm. I sleep very easily. Mm. I know how to identify issues when I have them. So I feel like, you know, emotionally I've become better educated with myself. Awesome. Um, I like that. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've learned to be more empathetic. I've, I've learned to, to really try and understand what someone else is going through. Um, yeah. Those things like they I think they're just essential to everyday living. Agreed. Agreed. Well said, Jenny. Well said. Uh, last question. Uh, for us today. This has been absolutely incredible. Uh, thank you again. I know I've said it a, many, a million times, but I'll say a million and one. Thank you uh, for making the time. But la- last question for us here. Has someone, like for you personally, like has someone ever said something to you? Have you ever heard something, read something, created something in your mind that you draw back on when you need it most? Like, is there, is there a saying that you repeat to yourself all day or is there a saying that really connects with you the most? Um, that allows you to go out and do what you need to do or change states if something bad happens? What's your go-to? You're going to laugh. Um, I wouldn't say it's my go-to, but every time I read this, I'm like, fuck it, this is so true. And it's the, the meme is, um, you know, you never hear a drug addict wake up one morning and say, oh, I don't have any money today. I'm not going to get my hit. The drug addict always finds a way to get their hit. So what are you going to do today? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> that is probably one of the most truest memes that ever gets around social media. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe another one is, you know, I always think like when, when I was struggling to get off cigarettes, um, I always think like if people can get off heroin and so why can't I get off cigarettes? You know, that was probably the other one, which I haven't smoked for seven years now. Wow. Well done. Congratulations. Awesome work. Awesome work. Um, and, and again, it just puts things into perspective again and it helps you get your ass in gear if that's what it needs or helps you sort of see, okay, cool. Well, it could be worse. I'm not going to let that drug addict out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Maybe that should run like a university on how to hustle. No, that would be really bad. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about yours. You're still doing your 5 a.m. runs and stuff. Yeah, yeah totally. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going uh, at love it. Nine, all right. Oh, is that sorry? I'm going at nine, not five. Hey, so you, well, hey, you've created it that way, so why not? Jenny, you're an absolute legend. I really appreciate your time. Um, you've given so much value here. Uh, I've got two pieces of paper, two and a half pieces of paper full of notes uh, and writings and, and, and things for me to work on myself uh, to improve on. And I'm sure the listeners and viewers have also got a lot from it. For people following and, and listening here, where's the best place for them to follow you? engage with you, learn what you do. Instagram, Jenny Din official. That's it. <laughs> That's Easy. where you can find me. Save all my content. Share <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you, you, what, what's like in the next couple of days when people start listening to it, it'll be like, save, 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 save. Everyone be just saving. Have you got all these photos of Jenny on your phone? I don't know. She's coming to save. <laughs> I listened to some lady on a podcast. She's saying, telling me, telling me to save her photos. So that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it, Jenny. I'll make sure I put all those, all that information and the links for everybody uh, in the show notes as well so they can click straight through and get to it. But Jenny, like I said, thank you again. Thanks for everything you've done uh, and thanks for everything that you do online and you will continue to do as well. Uh, And for everyone else out there who's tuned in, thank you so much for listening in uh, and watching us as well. You have a great day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.